Hey folks, it's Lauren for Little Miss Neurodivergence and it is a Saturday night. I am in the middle of my day's chores, but I wanted to share how I happily managed to crush most of this weekend's chores. So as you know, if you live with ADHD or autism, and it's gone undiagnosed most of your life, a lot of things feel like an uphill battle. And I think when you either self-diagnose or formally get diagnosed, it just kind of really puts things in perspective for you. Um, at least that's the case for me. And you know, because you've gone through so much of your life, probably hearing a lot of, I think, negative feedback or thinking negative things about yourself, you can be really hard on yourself. I am. I know I am. So to begin with, when I wake up every morning, I generally have like low expectations of myself just to give myself grace um, and not put myself in a place where if I don't quote-unquote succeed at those chores or complete them, then I won't end up feeling like bad about myself at the end of the day, you know? So basically, I'm not going to set myself up for failure. And to begin with, for this weekend, I had really low expectations because it is that time of the month for me. And why is this something I mentioned? So when I was first diagnosed with ADHD and I read and researched down endless rabbit holes, I read that um, monthly cycles can affect the hormone changes in your brain. So this would affect you if you're a female or assigned female at birth. And when the hormone changes in your brain come about at that time of the month, it makes it more likely or it can make it more likely for your executive functioning to be affected. And I know that to be true in my case. So in particular, for me, these are the areas that get affected. Um, the first one in my executive functioning or dysfunctioning at this point, as it were, um, is the emotional regulation my mood can be very extreme it can go from a relatively uh okay mood to like mildly cranky because you know like i said it's that time of the month um but then it can swing more towards the low for me and it can be really unpredictable so like even though i have strategies in place you know because i'm in like my mid-30s so you know throughout your life or my life I'm sure like you and I have built up these little strategies over time to uh, like work with what our body is doing um, but sometimes that doesn't work right so that gets affected emotional regulation the second one that gets affected for me is task initiation like I mentioned, you know, getting started on tasks in general for me is an uphill battle. And I'm just really lucky that I have um, cats, I have 14 cats, and I have to wake up and get up and clean their mess and I have to feed them. I have to. 
So like it or not, that's gonna get me out of bed. That is something that gets done without fail. The other things that I struggle with would be things like feeding myself or taking a shower in the morning or like brushing my teeth. And I know it's so gross, but like there have been days where I would just not be able to do that, you know, like, and I know it's so gross and it's like, you know, I'm in Singapore, so it's like hot and humid. The small saving grace for me is that I live alone, so I don't have anyone to judge me anymore because when I used to live with people, they'd make comments and like, it would feel bad. This was like pre-diagnosis and I just feel bad. Like, why can't I do this? And why, like, why do tasks feel so monumental even though they're, you know, quote unquote, simple things like brushing your teeth or like washing your face, for example, because basically, you know, you wake up and then you have to get out of bed um, for me, I wear flip-flops around the house because of the cats and like I just have an issue with the texture of my floor, which is tile, but yeah. Um, find my slippers and then like get to the bathroom, like... And along the way, probably my cat's gonna be like one of my cats or two of my cats or three of my cats are gonna be like meowing at me and then I'm gonna have to stop for that step of like stopping, opening the biscuits for them, pouring out biscuits. It's not just washing your face. A task consists of many steps. So I think I can really find those many steps like a mess in my brain and it feels like I cannot figure out what I'm supposed to do first because I like I can just feel it in my head like okay like I'm not gonna make it straight to my bathroom there's gonna be a bunch of other stuff that's gonna get like that's that I'm gonna get way late by so that's the second one task initiation the third one that gets affected especially during my time of the month is planning or time management so like I said, you know, I don't really know which task and or mini step to prioritize. And I feel like there's this term that um, you may or may not have heard of. It's called brain fog. So literally it feels like just mush in your brain. Like to my mind, it's more of like the analogy I tend towards is that like you have a thread like a really long thread and it's like all tangled up and you cannot make like the head or tail of it to untangle it like that's what it feels like for me so brain fog slash brain tangle and speaking of this that leads you to or leads me to the fourth one which is focus and that is being able to keep my attention on the task and as advertised with the lovely disorder, attention, deficit, hyperactivity disorder, ADHD, and even with autism, focus can be a tricky thing. And around this time, I know that it's extra difficult for me to pay attention and just stay focused. Uh, for a variety of reasons, I feel like I might be more affected by sensory issues, which adds to my distractibility. Um, but anyway, you know, since I now have this diagnosis, I am like, you know, it's like letting me, like cluing me into how my system works. I can actively check in with what input I'm getting. Like, is it too bright? Is it 
some weird smell I'm smelling because in Singapore a lot of us live in apartment blocks and I can smell my neighbors cooking sometimes I can smell their like perfume or cologne if a neighbor is standing near the window I kid you not and um, the temperature for the day if it's humid and even things like do I need the bathroom do I need the hung like am I hungry do I need to eat do I need a snack so these little things running at the back of your mind like all these little programs like for me that just pulls my focus away and in my opinion focus is closely related to the fifth part which is working memory the working memory piece of executive dysfunction or function i'm gonna go with dysfunction just because you know <laughs> but basically i'm also more likely to be distracted right and because the back of my mind feels very noisy and unquiet i find i'm more likely to jump from task to task and if you have adhd I think you would especially know this, like you will just kind of leave like an aftermath of like stuff you're doing around the house. And honestly, I feel like that's fine, you know, because I find that even if I forget what I was quote unquote supposed to be doing, ultimately I'm going to still see that half finished task and I'm going to continue. So to me, I find that I can give myself grace personally, you know, and like just halt it before it gets to that point like, oh, why did you forget or why did you, you know, insert negative thought there. Um, the time that it does get frustrating, I'll admit for me, is that when it happens to be something that affects someone else. But like I said, you know, I live alone with my cats and my turtles. So it's frustrating for me, like if I forget to feed the cats, like literally, just before I was diagnosed with ADHD, I have a routine down. Um, you know, like get out of my room, clean up the mess, sort my laundry, and then feed the cats. Or feed the cats and then like sort out my laundry. And this particular day, I can't remember what was happening, but I apparently walked away in the middle of opening the food cans for my cats. So I have like three cans I will open. I had opened two and I fed like most of the cats. And for some reason, I stopped and walked to another room and I did like a whole bunch of other stuff. And then I walked back to the kitchen eventually, like maybe 10 minutes later. And I was like, oh my God, the third can is there. And like some of my poor kitties were like sharing plates with the others because I had forgotten to feed them. And I felt so bad, you know, um, so that's something that I find will frustrate me and that will affect my mood and like, you know, oh, I'm tearing up as I'm saying this. Um, yeah, you know, it's just kind of like, oh my God, I feel like a bad cat mom. Um, if I forget to change my turtle's water, you know, like I mean to do it that day and then like my working memory just like goes like, or like returning a call and message to someone else, which I'm pretty good actually with returning a call or a message. Um, but it does happen. I mean, you know, with executive dysfunction, it's like this weird lottery of what's going to happen in my brain. So because of this, the six bit, which is organization, I find goes right out the window 
Um, so forget having like, like going from part one to part two to part three to part four. I'm just gonna basically have little unfinished tasks everywhere. And so for today, the first thing I did was, as I said, I just had like, the bar was basically <laughs> on the floor. I was just like, okay, if I can just do the morning stuff, settle the kids, the cats, and like maybe feed myself, good enough, you know, like good enough. It's a weekend, I'm like tired from the week. And as you know, I had a burnout this past week. I was like, okay, you know, that's good enough. So what I wanted to do was to just kind of try to give my brain or my body whatever support I could. So I made it to my next room, which is my office space. And that's where I keep my medicines. So I popped a couple of evening primrose oil supplements, which a good friend of mine recommended. And she told me this can apparently help with PMS symptoms. So I was like, okay, you know what the heck, uh, my mom got them for me. And like for this past week, I found that it did make a difference. And I'm not sure if it's like the placebo effect, but I really did find it. At least I didn't feel such low moods is what I noticed. I mean, I'm going to try it for another cycle and keep you folks posted. But yeah, so I popped a couple of those supplements. The next thing I did was I took Ritalin. And usually on weekends, I don't take it. Like, I just kind of want to give my system a break and not take it. Or I'll maybe just take half if I have some work to catch up on that day. Or I'm feeling like it's a bit hard to get started on chores. And, you know, the truth is even if or when you take, like, your stimulants for your ADHD, the efficacy is never guaranteed. And like for me, again, especially on my cycle, it's not guaranteed. So I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to take one whole Ritalin, which is like 10 milligrams for me. And the next thing I did, the third thing I did was I wrote out a list. And it was like in no particular order. And it listed like the most mundane things. It wasn't stuff like, you know, like, I don't know, what, what, what do adults do that's like really serious that you would have to put down? Like maybe... Uh, pay the rent or something you know because maybe if you didn't pay the rent you'd get evicted or something like that i don't know i don't know what adults do i'm barely adulting myself but um <laughs> yeah so like just made a list and oh i have it right in front of me actually so this is what i put i had stuff like refill cat biscuits uh move boxes from office uh like clear the top of my dryer because there is a doom pile on it and like it was a list of 10 things and yeah it was really as you as you just heard it was mostly like mundane things and i personally find myself to be a visual person and that visual stimming helps me sometimes and for those of you who don't know what it is it's something that everyone does right stimming behaviors and for people with adhd and or autism, it can be more pronounced and it apparently helps us to self-regulate. So for me, like one of my stims is visual and it means looking at rainbow colored things. Um, and I mean like things that are 
organized in the correct or order like red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. And so what happened was a few months ago, I found a notepad with clouds, like little clouds on the corner, which you can use like to tick off in like that rainbow order. And so I got it and that's the list. Like, so I wrote it down like my tasks on that notepad. And I didn't even sit down and like write all of these things I needed to do at once. Like I just wrote like maybe four things and then I got started. And then as I went along and I bounced from task to task, I would come back to the list and I just like added to it as I went along, right? So I let myself a task jump and just like, okay, throw things in there. And whenever I finished a task, however mundane it was, I just ticked it off. And like that was, it just felt good. So like it felt like a little bit of self-encouragement. And with the list, I found that I could see what I was in the middle of doing. So I feel like it did help me to stay on task more easily. And you know, like it doesn't have to be a notepad. I believe there are specific apps for this purpose. You know, like I have used notes on my phone in the past, just something you can look at and then check off. I feel like that really helps. And like I said, you know, I did jump from task to task and every time I needed to just, you know, like, okay, stop this and just flip to the next thing. Today, I went ahead to do it. Like, I didn't judge myself. I just gave myself the grace and patience. And I was like, okay, just do it. Just, just drop this thing right now and go do that thing. I mean, it wasn't like cooking and then I left the stove on. <laughs> um, I promise I'm a bit more responsible than that um so it was like maybe like say refilling the cat biscuits like in the middle of doing that i just maybe stop and then go to like move a box and then like oh hey i was refilling the cat biscuits and then jump back to that and it helped because i was consciously and consistently reminding myself at least i'm moving you know, it's like a little step by another little step by another little step and it all adds up. And because I think like I just gave myself like that space to just do what you need to do, just move where your body takes you. I feel like it gave me that extra mental space to remind myself to, you know, like take care of myself, like drink water, stop for a snack or go to the bathroom the moment I need to because I can get like to this, like I don't know why, but I'll just feel it like I know I need to stop and eat something or I need to use the washroom but I will end up just kind of like no I'm gonna keep moving and then that part of me that needs like has these very basic needs unmet it adds to like the stress in my body that's like I'm unconsciously feeling so I was able to avoid that today thankfully and just be kind to myself, you know, like I felt that helped so much. And after jumping all over the place, I checked out, I checked off eight out of 10 things. I mean, I have two little things that I still need to do, but you know what folks, it's a win in my book. It's a huge win in my book because like I said, I woke up and I didn't think I would get much done, if anything. And I had, kind of one bonus task done, which was I like decided I was going to do this podcast, which I hadn't planned to or intended to do. And uh, yeah, just being kind to myself helped so much and ended up giving me the motivation to do more. 
So I thought that was cool. I really am just, you know, grateful for the stuff I managed to get through. Um, and of course, I have a main task I have for today, which is to finish some cross stitch coasters I'm making. Um, and I've been stopping and starting and starting and stopping all day because I like sit down, get a few stitches out because I find like the repetitive motion of cross stitch to be really calming. Like, I don't know if it's stim because it's so repetitive, you know, and then like, I'll just like get up again and continue with my chores, which is literally what I'm doing now with this podcast, by the way, like I stopped my cross stitch to podcast. And so this main task, which is the cross stitch has just stayed on my desk right next to my to-do list. But you know what? Again, I'm not too stressed because I really just feel like today it's just little steps. I'm proud of the process. And I'm going to admit to you today that I did not manage to brush my teeth or take a shower in the morning, but I did wash my face and I did feed myself and I did stay hydrated. So again, it's the little wins, you know? Um, and I know it's gross, but I promise authenticity. And um, I just feel like you want to pick your battles when you like wake up every morning and yeah this was this was i felt like a day that it was great i felt i feel good and of course you know all of the things that i mentioned even if you can like strategize a way to overcome like the executive dysfunction it doesn't ever guarantee a successful or productive day but i feel like by being unproductive quote unquote you know if you just let yourself be and exist i feel that can also be productive in itself because if you just don't give yourself that pressure or judgment because i think we can be our harshest critics sometimes um then that's a win right that's also a win that's being productive so yeah i just wanted to pass on what helped me today and Maybe on a day when it's not going so well, then maybe I'll listen to this podcast and be like, hmm, I can try that. So yeah, um, I hope you took something from this. Thank you so much for listening. I am going to go back to my cross-stitch coasters and then a couple more chores. Um, but yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good day, I think, all things considered. So I'm going to jump off now and... Take care, everyone, and stay safe, and I'm wishing you good luck with your own weekend chores. This is Lauren for Little Miss Neurodivergence, everyone. Take care. Until next time.